1: If you choose to save your life that you're living right now, save your aspirations, save your desires, you will lose your life.
2: Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth right from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. For today's core truth will be in Ezekiel 47 in a message titled Not Being Restrained.
1: Hey, today we're picking up from this message that we started yesterday. Now, we started in Ezekiel 47 and the title of the message is not being restrained. Now, we talked about how there's water flowing in Ezekiel 47 from under the temple. Okay, it says from under the house. Well, this is God's house. And again, he says in Revelation 22, 1, he says, He showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And of course, this water is flowing from God's house, and it's going to the east all the way out to the Dead Sea, it says in Ezekiel 47. And again, the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea because it's stinking dead, okay? Nothing lives in it. No plant life, no algae, no fish or anything. It's because most oceans have three and a half to 6% salt content, but the Dead Sea has like a 34% salt content. And it's so salty that you can actually float on top of the water. But notice In the text here of Ezekiel 47, and again, we're picking this up from yesterday, so you might have to go back and listen to that one, but just know this water that's flowing from God's house, the temple of God, it's flowing to the lowest desert place on earth, which is 1,410 feet below sea level, which is the lowest place on planet earth. But the spiritual sense here is this. I wonder if there's anyone listening right now today on the radio who your spiritual life is like a low desert place because this water that's flowing represents the power of God and it wants to flow to the lowest desert place in your life. And that's what he's talking about here, a place that's deserted, a place that's barren a place that's dry. I wonder if there's anyone listening right now that you're going through a hard time. You're going through a desert experience. Maybe you've been deserted by those that love you and have just abandoned you. Maybe you feel barren inside and just you're like you're drying up inside. It's a place where you're in a place of total loneliness and despair. Now, listen, you weren't planning on going there. You weren't planning on being there today, right? Right. You can say, right, you're in your car by yourself. Maybe. Yeah, right. I wasn't planning on being there. Maybe it was brought on by strain and uncertainties of life. I mean, we're sitting here with the highest crime corruption that we've ever seen. Maybe in our country, we're seeing inflation. That's just crazy. You know, maybe it's all the circumstances around you or maybe, maybe the hardships that you're experiencing right now have been brought on by you, because you're living in sin. You've been making bad choices in your life. You're not living for the Lord. Maybe over the years, you know, you know, you just have been slipping away. You become maybe a prodigal son. Maybe your, your faith has become anemic inside. Maybe you look fine on the outside. Like, gee, you look good on the outside, but on the inside, something's missing and you know it. And guess what? God knows it too. That's why this water is flowing your way today, because the Spirit of God desires to tug on your very heart today. So make sure you're listening to the rest of this message. Make sure you don't miss out on what God desires for you. Notice at the end of Ezekiel 47 verse 2, it said that the water was just trickling. But this trickling water is about to pick up some speed. I wonder who's willing to get a little wet in the Spirit of God here today because God wants to do something different in your life. Because if that's you, then it's time that you need to take a little dip here. But be careful because this water is current. It could change at any given moment. Just like when we allow the Holy Spirit of God to, To move inside of us. He could move when we least expect it. Remember, it's supposed to be his will and not ours, right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? God, not my will, but your will be done. Well, we know God is the source of the power, right? Of course, God's the source of the power. And we know its course is searching out for the desert places of our lives, those places that are deserted and barren and dry. And maybe, again, some of you are in the desert right now. Yeah, maybe you don't live in the actual desert, although Southern California here is a desert they pump water into. But maybe you're in one of our 19 stations listening there on the East Coast and it's all green and forestry around you. But guess what? You found the desert, okay? Yeah, which brings up this other point here the power's force. Let me read to you what it says in Ezekiel 47.3. Again, if you're driving right now, you keep your eyes on the road. I'll read the text. Ezekiel 47.3 says, Now when the man went out towards the east with a line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits, and he led me through the water, water reaching the ankles. What? Wait a second, when we first started reading about this water in Ezekiel 47, it started with just a trickle from under the house of the Lord. But don't forget, this is no natural river here. This is the river of God. And now the water, it's up to our ankles. Now, A lot of you listening right now, you have reached this point in your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's when you make a profession of faith and you ask Jesus into your heart and your life as your Savior. So that means you're born again. You've asked Jesus to come in, and he's come in. He's washed you of your sins, okay? And that puts us ankle deep in our relationship with God. So many of you are ankle deep in your relationship with God. But is that it? Is that all we're supposed to do? Did we just have our come to Jesus moment and it's all over? Yeah, I came to Jesus and that's it. You don't do anything else with it. And then you're just off with living your life like you've always lived your life. What's wrong with you? That's not what you're supposed to do. Remember what Jesus said? He said, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him take up the cross and follow me. If you choose to save your life, you'll lose it. Meaning, if you choose to save your life that you're living right now, save your aspirations, save your desires, you will lose your life. But if you lose your life, you lose your aspirations, you lose your desires for my sake, for my will, then you will find life. See, so it's so much more than just a come-to-Jesus moment. There's so much more. Again, why? Because God has so much more for you than you could ever imagine. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, watch out. This river, it's picking up speed. Yet, it's only for those who want to go deeper in their walk with God. Look at the first part of Ezekiel 47.4. Actually, don't look at it because you're driving, okay? But Ezekiel 47.4 says, Again, he measured a thousand cubits, and he led me through the water, reaching the knees. Whoa, the water's up to the knees now. So what does this mean spiritually to you and me as believers? What's the application to us? It represents those who have desired to walk a little farther with the Lord. Not just in time, but in your level of commitment. Now you're knee deep in your relationship with Jesus. You've heard his call. You've had your come to Jesus moment. But now you've embraced the still small voice of God. And now your faith is growing deeper. And you get on your knees now. And now you're praying along with reading his word on a daily basis. It's now become a joy. It's no longer work. Now it's paying off in rich dividends for your life. Why? How? Because you're having a deeper and a richer understanding of God because what? You're investing in the relationship. Look, if me and you're going to have friends, we got to go pound some food. We got to have lunch. We got to do like a a double cheeseburger with with bacon, you know, with with avocado, with blue cheese crumbles on it or something. And we got to scarf some serious food and have fellowship together. That's how friendships are bonded. That's how you grow in a relationship with someone. But it's the same with the Lord. But it's not about a double cheeseburger with bacon and avocado. It's about spending time talking to him. See, prayer is just fellowshipping with God, just talking with God. And then it's like it's reading his word. So when you want to develop your relationship with God, that's how you do it. So the question is, are you doing that? See, and when you do that, and those people that do do that, you start to recognize his still small voice in your life. You start understanding what he wants you to do. But watch out here. Look out. The current's picking up some speed. Let me read to you the rest of verse 4 of Ezekiel 47. He says, again, he measured a thousand and he led me through the water, water reaching the waist. My waist? Whoa. Now the water is up to my waist. I wonder how many people are still listening and following the Lord at this point in your life because the water is getting deep and it's easy to lose your natural footing because of the current of the water. Now we're having to let go of self. We're having to hang on by faith. And now we allow, we're starting to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us in life. Yes, this is where we give the Holy Spirit by our own free will, full control of our life. This is where our fleshly lusts, those things that have always pulled us down, those things that have tripped us up, those things are like a ball and chain to us. Those fleshly lusts are starting to lose their grip in our life. This is where our obedience is from an attitude that I don't have to do this, but rather I get to serve the Lord. I get to obey God. Now it's a joy and a pleasure. And why is that? Because God loves us and we recognize that. Now our once barren and worthless life is now starting to make sense. We feel the call of God in our heart. We sense a great purpose. Now we're starting to focus on what is right, not just on what is popular with our dead culture here. Uh Uh-oh, look out. Man, we're headed for some whitewater rapids ahead here. Let me read to you what it says in Ezekiel forty-seven five. It says, again, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not ford. I couldn't swim across it. The water had risen enough that I could swim in a river that I could not get across in my own strength. I remember I used to go to the Colorado River with my friend when I was growing up, and we would jump off of this one bridge, and the current of the Colorado River there was about seven, eight miles an hour, and when you would jump off the the bridge on one end, you'd swim and there was this pylon with a ladder on it. Man, you had to swim like a mad dog with everything you had against that current to get to that ladder. And if you didn't make that ladder, well, <laughs> you're picking you up a mile down the river, you know? It's like, so that's what he's in here now. He's in a current that he has completely lost control and he can't swim over it. Now, why are we reading so much of the text here? Because this is what we do at Court Church Los Angeles. We read the text. We want to do expository Bible teaching. What does this word have to say? What is the deep meaning of the word? And what is the application in your life? And that's why we do this. Because we want people to grow in the relationship with Christ. Look, you can't grow at a church that's not teaching the word. If you're not getting poked and prodded, you know, by the truth of God's word. If you're living in sin and it never comes up at your church, get out of that church. You will never grow in your walk at that church. And if you live any we within an hour of Court Church LA. I encourage you to come to one of our Sunday morning services. We have three services on Sunday morning: eight thirty, ten thirty, and twelve thirty. That's right. Get up. Get in your car. Put some gas in, which might cost half of your savings account. (laughs) Thank you, Bidenomics, for nothing. But anyway, but yes, but drive and come so you can grow spiritually. Boy, if there was ever a time we needed the Lord, it is now. And if you're on one of our East Coast uh, stations, or you're listening, I should say, on one of our East Coast stations, you can download our free app at the App Store, Core Church Los Angeles, and you also can uh, come uh, and partake of our services live. It's all on the app, plus there's hundreds of video messages on there. And one last thing, hey, don't forget, we've only got like 15 spots left for our trip to Israel in May of 2024. So go to our website, check it out, and come with me to the Holy Land, and you will be ministered to. Well, getting back to Ezekiel 47.5, you know, here we are fully submerged now. Remember how this started? Remember it was just a trickle of water coming out from the house of God and then it was up to our ankles. That represented just, you know, coming into a relationship with Christ. And then of course it was more than that, then it was up to our knees. That's when we start developing our our uh, relationship with God uh and we're through prayer and reading his word. Then it was up to our waist and that's when we were starting to lose control of our of our walk and saying, "Lord, I want your will to be done and not my And that's when the fleshly lust started letting go. Now we're completely swimming and being caught up in the current of God's power. We're totally dependent on the Holy Spirit now. He's the current that's now carrying us through life. I'm no longer where I want to be, I'm doing and going where God wants me to be. But guess what? I'm not afraid and I'm finding myself satisfied. I'm full on the inside. I'm filled with a new joy. No longer am I trying to find my own happiness. Now I'm starting to say from the depth of my soul, God, really, truly, not my will, but your will be done in every aspect of my life. Now my desire is to be filled with his purpose and his passion. Now I want to accomplish everything that he wants me to accomplish on this side of heaven as we're being led by the Spirit of God. And now I'm experiencing a joy inside of me that I've never had in my soul. And the more I focus on him, the less I focus on me. You know, I don't get up every morning, look in the mirror and say, Hey, Pastor Steve, so how are you feeling today? How do you think I feel? I'm getting older. My joints are sore. You know, it's like my, my foot hurts. My toe hurts. I mean, it's like, I don't even think about myself. I don't even ask anymore. I just want to be there and do whatever God has me to do. And I'm not being held back. Now I can fully understand what Jonathan, King Saul's son, was saying to his armor-bearer in 1 Samuel 14. You remember the scenario there. You know, their king, the first king of Israel, Saul, he was head and shoulders above the rest. He was scared of the Philistines, and he's hiding in these trees and everything. Well, his son got up and said, hey, I'm going to go out and do something. Because he said in 1 Samuel 14, 6, he says, The Lord is not restrained to save by many or by few. Do you get that? The Lord is not restrained. I wonder if you believe that. Some of you that are listening right now, you're faced with overwhelming circumstances. You've got situations that are going on. Maybe you have difficulties in your marriage. Maybe you got teenagers that are off the hook right now. Maybe you've just got other problems that are going on, financial problems with all this disaster that our president has done with our economy. And just everything that's happening around us, all the crime and corruption, you know, all kinds of things. Do you believe that God is not restrained? See, the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 4, that greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. Do you know that? Do you believe it? At what point are we, you and me, willing to jump into these raging waters of God's purpose, Will we give ourselves over to the fast-moving current of the Holy Spirit of God, to go and to do what he wants us to go and to do. I wonder for those, maybe some of you are kind of standing at the bank on this river and you're thinking, you know, Pastor, all right, I've been listening to this message, but to be honest with you, that water looks pretty stinking deep and wild. And maybe you're thinking right now, as you're listening right now, you know, I'm not that great of a swimmer. I don't think I can hang with that. I don't think I can hang with that current of God's will. Well, look, I understand your concern, because in order to swim here, you have to give up full control of your life. That's right. You got to be willing to give up some of the things that you're doing. You got to hand it all over to the Lord. Know this, if you jump in, if you desire his will over your will, then Jesus will be your life preserver. See, that's what you don't get. Jesus will be there with you because we will finally start dying to ourselves and truly living for him because there's no room in self. There's no room for self in this walking relationship with God. There's just no room for you. It's like you have to die to self. But that was the call of God from the beginning, right? If you wish to come after me, you got to die to yourself. And when we lose control, you know, of of our purpose, and we lose control of our plan, and we replace it with God's plan, how much better is that? I wonder how many of you have been sticking with your plan. Okay, how long has your plan been going? Come on, be honest right now. You've been following your plan for the last five years, 10 years, you know, six months, 20 years. Where's it got you? It's like, how about trying God's purpose and plan for you? I wonder how many might be thinking, you know, pastor, you know, I I just, yeah, I, I hear you. I can 't get in the river, okay it's just too too busy of a river ride for me. You have no idea of the things I 've done. you don 't even know what I 'm doing right now. You don 't know how many times I've failed in the past. I mean the thought of me selling out for Jesus right now that's like the farthest thing from my imagination. man, my past and my present is a total disaster. You know you know i 've messed up everything. If I step into this river i 'm certainly going to drown it 's not going to work for me. Yet we must understand that it's not up to you. God is not asking you to pull up your own bootstraps. He's just asking you to surrender to him. And we must trust that, that, that God will help us, that he's able to save us, that he's able to deliver us, that he's able to work in us. Remember, the key to life is not found in a box of Cracker Jacks, but we will find it in God's word. For that's where God will reveal his message of love to all of lost humanity. That's why Jesus died for us on the cross. And he was buried. In a, in a stone enclosed tomb. But yet no demon in hell could hold him there. From his powerful resurrection. And now the resurrected Christ. Lives inside the hearts of those. Who choose to follow him. And he wants to set our hearts on fire. With the power of his Holy Spirit. But what will you do? Will you humble yourself before God? Will you jump into the roaring rapids of his perfect will? Well, for those who will, those who are willing, man, God is going to move in you in this side of heaven. Look at what happens to this, wherever this water goes. In Ezekiel 47, 9, it says, And it will come about that every living creature which swarms in every place that the river goes, it's going to live. And there will be many fish for where these waters go and others become fresh and everything will live where the river goes. Did you get that? Everything lives where the river goes. This is living at full tide. Think about it. This is where we become part of real change. It's bringing life to those who come in contact with us. We go from a useless, worthless life to living a life Of full purpose and meaning. Well, listen, if you're sitting there and you're like, man, I I don't know. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot. But I just want to give you the opportunity right now to let go of self. To let go of you. To die to yourself and say, Lord, I want to live to you. And if that's your desire here today and you want to just say, okay, that's it. I'm done with me. And if that's your will, pray this. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my fleshly lusts. Forgive me of the things that I've done in my own strength. Forgive me of the things that I've continued to pursue that are not the pursuits that you want me to follow. Yes, I believe you died for me. Yes, I believe that you were buried. Yes, I believe that you rose again from the dead. God, help me. Walk with me. Help me to overcome me. Help me to be who you want me to be. Be my Lord. Be my God. Be my Savior. And be my friend. I give you my soul. I give you my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, I pray that God would use you. Now, for those of you that are maybe new to your walk with the Lord, I got this new believer's Bible. It's got all kinds of notes and talks about you know, what it really means to walk with God. Now, if, you know, I'd like to send you these for free. I like, I'm not looking for some donation, a donation for any amount. No, this is our gift to you. You can email me at bible at com, or you can text me at 323-807-3255. But regardless of everything else, May the Lord God bless you.
2: That's all the time we have for today's message. You've been listening to Pastor and Bible Teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Available on iOS and Android. Core Church is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA one word that's Core Church LA to 77977. And remember, there's a God in heaven who loves you.